What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to Pogo City Radio. I'm your host, Andrew Bedlam. We got a fun show in store for you today. Got Jason from The Havoc coming in to join us. Here they are to get us started now on Pogo. All right, that was the havoc right there on Pogo City Radio. And as you people heard me say in the intro, we are having the singer Jason on in just a minute. Uh, he's actually already called. I told him I wasn't ready yet. We gotta, got a couple more minutes. He's going to call in in a second. Now, the Havoc, uh, formerly on Punkcore Records, they put out uh, that track back in 2003 on Punkcore off of uh, our rebellion has just begun, and uh, they're back now with a vengeance after uh, 16 years releasing their uh, first new single. That's the title, With a Vengeance. It's going to be on a comp, but I'll let him tell you guys all about that. But uh, we do got another song lined up, but before we get there, got to remind you guys to head over to pogocity.shop. Got a bunch of awesome stuff up there now. We got the stab shirts up there. We got some one-sided shirts up there, and we got a whole slew of pogo stuff. We got a couple different pogo shirts. Uh, The pogo mugs I put up today, Sold like three of them already, so go grab your Pogo mug. People seem to like them. And there's also the panties. Sold a couple pair of the Pogo panties, but you can find all this stuff over at pogocity.shop. But uh, while we wait for Jason to call in, why don't we get to another L.A. band? Uh, This band with Charged Records right around the same time. Here's Monster Squad with Until the End.
All right, Monster Squad right there. And uh, I just texted Jason and told him to call in. So uh, let's give him a quick second. Oh, here he is now. So here's Jason Three, from The Havoc. Two. How you doing, Jason? This is Andrew on Pogo City Radio. Hey, Andrew, I'm doing great. How are you today, man? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. No problem, man. Happy to be a part of the show. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm real happy that uh, you guys messaged me and said that the new single's finally ready. Been a while, huh? 16 years? Yeah, man. It's uh, crazy how time flies. It doesn't necessarily feel like it's been that long, but it definitely has been. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I have two kids now, and I'm in my 30s, and I was in high school when I started listening to you guys. So it definitely, time has definitely flown, I feel like. It's kind of like a time warp. So uh, what's been going on? I uh, I did hear that, uh, what, what was up with Spades and Blades? Were you a uh, part of that while that was going on? Uh, yes, and actually that is still going on. Um, that band was formed by myself, and the two other founding members of the Havoc, Justin and Josiah. Uh, Justin and I still play in that project together. Josiah left that project, I think it was about five years ago or so at this point. Um, and whenever we decided to uh, start getting the Havoc going again, uh, he uh, wanted to be a part of the, the fold. So we said, all right, and uh, just started working on stuff from there yeah that's great that's great so you guys uh wrapped it up what in 2006 initially you guys had your last show what in southgate california that's correct Awesome, awesome. So uh, let's go back to the beginning, though. I first came across you guys before your album came out on Punk Core Records, but see, like I said, I was in high school in 2003, so I was at punkcore.com like every single day. So as soon as they announced that a new album was going to come out, I ran and bought your first 7-inch real quick. I don't remember what it was called. It was a picture of you guys and the razor blade on the top? Yeah, that 7-inch was called Who's Gonna Die? That's it, yeah, and it had a picture of Uncle Scam in the fold-out jacket with the Exxon pin and everything. I remember that a lot. I remember liking that. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so how did you guys... Now, you guys released that on your own, correct? We sure did. And how did you, how did you guys put that together? So, when we started the band, we really had uh, a very ambitious drive and the first thing that we wanted to do was uh record some songs put out a seven inch and get on the road with it um and so we had a buddy that had a recording studio that justin knew through one of his uh his previous bands i think and uh so we reached out to him about recording and um man i i don't even remember exactly how long we were together before we tracked that first seven inch, but I don't think we were a band even six months yet. Um, so it, it kind of went really fast uh, from the, the point that we formed the band to recording that seven inch and then releasing it, um, which we, uh, we had that pressed um, through pirates press, um, not on their label, just through their pressing plant. Um, and then Shortly after that, I mean, we had summer dates already booked, and we went out on this crazy summer tour that I think was like six weeks or seven weeks or something, and we literally broke down every single day, <laughs> like from on the beginning of that tour, like every state from California to Florida, we broke down. It was insane. Well, it wouldn't be a um, punk rock tour any other way. The van always has to break or it's it's not a tour in punk rock, you know? Exactly. But you know what? Um, it was all worth it because doing all of that stuff on our own, it definitely spoke to Dave over at Punk Core. Um, and, you know, he was looking for bands that were hungry and we were definitely one of those bands. So yeah. it worked out in our favor. Yeah, totally, totally. So what he just found, like basically your seven inch came across you guys and said, hey, let's let's put out an LP. Like what happened exactly? So after we put out that first seven inch, we came, uh, uh, we ran into Mike virus at some show 
uh, this is all kind of fuzzy because it was so long ago, but I don't remember what show we ran into him at, but I, I think we gave him a copy of the seven inch at that show. And when we, uh, <laughs> when we did that, we also put in uh burn CDs in the seven inch. So that way you could listen to it in your car or whatever. And, um, he ended up calling us like that same night and said, Hey, I'm putting together a show in San Diego with my new band, cheap sex and the virus is going to be coming through on tour. And I'd like you guys to play the show. So we said, yeah, that'd be great. Um, and at that show, we met some of the guys from the virus and gave them a copy of the seven inch and, they had said that they would take it back to uh, Jake of Charge, yeah, because uh, their first record came out on Charge, and they said, you know, we'll we'll give it to him and see what he thinks. You know, maybe you guys can release a record on Charge and then graduate to punk core. <laughs> yeah, I felt um, like a lot. Of that was like it was like uh, Charge was like junior high, and then punk core was high school. Exactly, I always felt like that. <laughs> yeah, um, so that was our same impression. And, and that's kind of what we were thinking might happen. And, uh, then we were on tour months later. Uh, I, and if I am remembering this correctly, we're on a winter tour and we were actually at my parents' house, um, on a stop there in Oklahoma. And I got this email from punk core records and, they were saying, Hey, we, uh, we got your seven inch from the virus guys and we like what you guys are doing. You know, we're curious uh, about, uh, what else the band is up to and, um, would you mind reaching out to us? So I thought it was a joke at first. You were like, this like, isn't I, I real. Somebody, <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought somebody was punking us, you know, <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it turned out to be legit. So, uh, we ended up sending punk core a package and it, it was like one of everything that we had from our merch table. And when they got it, um, you know, Dave, he just, his words to me, you know, whenever we got on a phone call, he was like, man, I love this. Cause it's like a band in a box, everything that you could want from a punk band was in that box. And <laughs> it was just kind of a, he said it was just kind of a no-brainer uh, for him to, to want to work with us. And, um, you know, a lot of that, we have to give credit to Justin because he and his brother have a, a screen printing shop, and they've been doing that ever since they were in high school. And so the Havoc, like, we had such a really strong emphasis on merchandise right from the get-go. So um, being able to have all of that to send to Punkcore Yep. Uh, that really, that credit for that just really goes to Justin. Yeah, I completely agree, man. I mean, I just recently, me and my friends just started another project during uh, the whole Corona thing, and that's me, man. I'm trying to roll everything out, get it moving, hit the ground running, you know what I mean? It's like we just started. We've all known each other for a long time, but, like, we're playing together. Like, we've been playing together for years. Everything sounds great, and I feel like it's easier than ever to really get your own stuff out there, and I I have just been waiting for the right group of guys who are ready to take off running. And I think I got them now. And uh, speaking of taking off running, are you guys up full scale running again now for good? Yeah, so you're right, man. Like in this day and age, it is a lot easier uh, to get things off the ground and going, um, which is awesome. But I also feel like it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, it dilutes um, everything almost. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the internet, we have to thank for that. I mean, it's just insane with how things have developed um, over the last couple of decades. Um, you know, we are fully up and running, but we've had some obstacles in our way. Obviously, the whole uh, COVID pandemic has uh, really just, you know, through, it's just thrown everybody through a loop. Oh, yeah, um, no doubt. And, we're no exception to that. Um, and then also like, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, when I thought about starting this project up again, I had actually left California and moved back to Oklahoma. Um, because I, 
you know, I've been in Los Angeles for 18 years and I just was at a point where I was ready to kind of go back home and spend more time with my family. My parents are getting older. And, um, so anyway, uh, when I left California, I, I really had no thought whatsoever about resuming the havoc, but, um, when I got back to Oklahoma, I was just kind of, I don't know, exploring my roots. And um, it made me think a lot about my friendship with Justin. You know, he's my best friend. He has been uh, since the late 90s. And um, the really what kind of started this was I wanted to write a song um, about our friendship. And I felt like the havoc, like, was just kind of the right vehicle to do that lyrically it just made more sense to do it with that type of music um and so the the first song that i wrote for uh this comeback was about um he and i and when i sent it to him he was like man do you think we should start this back up should we put this out there and i was like i don't know man i mean we could uh we could explore it and see what happens and so that's what uh, that first teaser that we dropped uh, on New Year's Day uh, 2020, that was what that was about. We just kind of wanted to see, you know, what the reaction would be. And uh, it definitely surprised us. I mean, there was a lot of people that reacted to that, uh, just that little clip. And uh, we said, okay, well, that's a good sign. Maybe we really should uh, consider doing this. And, you know, it's just been one step at a time since then. But, yeah, we're uh, – we're firing on all cylinders, even though we don't all live in the same state anymore. Well, yeah, yeah. So why don't we uh, talk about the comp a little? So now uh, I, I seen I like what the biz? Did I see the business's logo on there? I was like, how is the business on there? Who's all on this comp? Yeah, the business is on there, um, which was kind of like one of the big selling points for us when we got contacted by that label. We saw some of the other bands that were going to be a part of it. Um, and we thought, oh, man, well, this is great because there's some really uh, iconic bands that are going to be on this. But then there's also uh, some of these, like, diehard street punk bands that are really good uh, that have kind of been going at it for a while now. And then there's, you know, uh, a lot of younger up-and-coming bands and bands, you know, from all over the world. Um, and we thought, man, that, that would just be really cool to be a part of that. Um but the business is definitely one of those bands that uh, kind of raised our eyebrows because we love that band. Um, you know, we have for a very long time. So we thought this would be really cool to be involved with. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I mean, it's definitely a uh, nice little entrance to make after being gone for 16 years. So uh, what's on the horizon after the comp? Are you guys, uh, do you got anything lined up for a seven inch or an LP or wait and see? So there's some stuff in the works, um, nothing that I can confirm just yet, but uh, I'll just say that we have been hard at work uh, to prepare for whatever is going to be the end result. Cool, cool, good, good. Glad you guys are still doing it and still enjoying it. So I told you uh, yesterday, I, I always like to ask people when they come on the show really about their roots and in getting into the scene. So I always figured you were from California, but you've said quite a few times you're from Indiana. So why don't you take us way back to the beginning? How did you end up getting into punk in general? So, yeah, um, actually, I'm from Oklahoma, not Indiana, oh, my bad. Uh, although I've got nothing against Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, man, my roots kind of started, like, with, you know, uh, most kids from uh, the mid to late 90s. Um, MTV was a huge thing at that time, um, and I have a sister that's 10 years older than I am, so when I was a little kid, you know, I, I'm coming home like from preschool and my sister's watching MTV. Yeah. And so Beavis as and a Butthead. result, I was watching MTV. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, Beavis and Butthead. When that Headbangers came out, ball. Like, yeah, I watched it all the time, man. Yeah. Headbangers, yeah, headbangers ball. All the good ball, stuff. All that, yeah. man. Yeah. I was there. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, that, that was kind of my introduction into a lot of bands. Um, 
although I had been a fan of music in general, I mean, since I was a little, little kid, I mean, I, I grew up in a family that listened to all types of different music, but um, when I got to about the age of 12 uh, is when I started discovering some punk bands. Um, and, you know, at that time, a lot of bands that were at the forefront were like Rancid and Green Day, you know, because they had that heavy rotation on MTV and they were yeah, being was like played the outcome on the radio the and, era and all that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that was definitely an album that caught my attention just from, you know, the cover of it. I thought, wow, <laughs> I this was is just really going to cool say looking... that took the words right out. of Yeah. Mouth. Um, and then of course they have music videos out. And I, I think the first one I saw for them was probably Ruby Soho. Um, of course. And I liked too. that song. I thought the, the band looked really cool and, and whatever. Um, uh, and, you know, just, there's just something about the energy of that music. And then, of course, the image. Uh, it's just rooted in rebellion and uh, being an outcast. And I just identified with that. Um, and then from there, you know, it, it's like everybody else that gets into this music, it's like, you start with something that's kind of surface level uh, and then you start digging deeper and deeper and deeper. And so my experience was no different. You know, um, once I started discovering bands like the exploited and uh, the sex pistols and GBH and discharge and uh, you know, started really getting into that stuff and then, you know, trying to dig deeper and coming across bands like, Broken Bones and Skeptics and, you know, the list goes on and on. But um, I, I think it, it was one of those things where uh, I was always very open to uh, different styles of music, not just punk rock, but punk rock was kind of my home base. Uh, and as a, uh, a young musician, it gave me something tangible uh, to to learn, and that's what I started cutting my teeth on when I, I was learning to play guitar. Was you know all of these great punk rock songs, um, and of course that uh, led to the desire to start a band, and you know it just it all rolled from there. Absolutely, man. All right, so I really appreciate you calling. I'm real excited about the release. I hope uh, when you guys figure out what's up next, you give us another call, let us know what's going on, maybe come on again. And uh, also, uh, is there uh, any advice maybe you'd want to give to before we get out of here and play a selective service? Is there any advice maybe you'd want to give to a, a young kid trying to start a band? Yeah, um you've got to love what you're doing before you can give a shit about what anybody else thinks about it. Um, so if you're going to start a band, make sure that whatever you're doing, you, you feel really passionate about. Don't do it just because uh, you want other people to like it or you want to feel accepted by other people. Um, that's not what this movement is about. That's not what this music is about. Um, you've got to, uh, identify with it, you know, on whatever level, um, and, and just tap into that and let it, uh, flow through you, you know, and stay passionate about it. Find other people that are just as passionate as you are, uh, and have the drive to do it. Um, and, in in this world, in today's, uh, day and age with technology, literally anything is possible. You can get that music out there um, and and have it influence other people that uh, love this music as well. Yeah, man. Well put. Well put. I'm real glad you guys are back at it. Real glad you gave us a call. Uh, hope to talk to you again, man. Thanks for calling in. No problem, man. I look forward to talking to you again in the near future. Great, dude. I'll shoot you a text in a little bit, all right? Sounds good. Have a good one, man. You too. All right, guys, big thanks to Jason for coming on, and we're going to get to him and their punk core release. Another track coming off our rebellion has just begun. Here's the havoc with selective services. 
Right, that was the havoc right there. Big thanks once again to Jason, founding member and vocalist of the Havoc. If any of you uh, live listeners missed any part of the uh, last half hour, definitely head over to pogocity.stream once this episode is over and it'll be there in its entirety, also available on places like Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Apple iTunes. And if you guys enjoyed the show, enjoyed the interview, please leave us a like, a comment, a five-star rating, whatever it is, on whatever platform it is. Just, yeah, you know, just just, just give us all the loving. Give us all the loving. And uh, make sure you go to the Havoc's uh, Instagram page. They're pretty active on there. I'd say that's the best way to uh, see what's going on with the band and find out um, when their other stuff is going to be coming out. But definitely March 18th, that single comes out and that comp comes out. Um, the reason why we're not saying his name is because it's it's like some type of Asian name and it's it's some symbols that I don't understand. That's the name of the album, so we're just gonna call it the comp that the havoc is on. And you guys need to go to their Instagram to find out more. A bunch of awesome bands on it. Also, a bunch of awesome bands on Dismantled and Narcan's uh, new record about to come out. America. Uh, is burning. Now, this is an LP comp. It's the first LP that Dismantled and Narcan Records are putting out. They're real excited about it. I can't speak anymore. <laughs> English, motherfucker, do you speak it? They are real excited about it. We are real excited about it because they keep leaking us some awesome tracks. And uh, we're going to play a couple tracks coming off the new record. Like I said, it's titled America is Burning, and it's due out soon on Dismantled and Narcan Records. Let's get to Splatter's track off the upcoming album. Splatter, uh, hailing out of Austin, Texas, officially, I believe. So uh, let's get to them on the A side of this record. Here's Splatter up next on Pogo. Pogo City Radio. 
little technical difficulties at Pogo City. Ah, come on, Splatter. You're killing me, Splatter. You're killing me, Smalls. All right, we're going to have to see. See, they sent me a um a Dropbox, and I, I sound-checked everything before, and it went fine. I just can't get it. There we go. Splatter on Pogo City. I may have f***ed up here. All right, that was splattered, and uh, that comes off the upcoming album that Dismantled and Narcan Records are putting out, America is Burning. Now, uh, here is a track we premiered on the show a few weeks ago. It is on the B-side of this record, and uh, it is by Moose Knuckle. Here they are up next. From Moose Knuckle right there, coming off the new America is Burning Comp on Dismantled and Narcan Records. Go give Dismantled Records a follow on Instagram. A lot of great comps coming out right uh, recently. You know what I mean? There is the uh, new Vicious Mistress Records comp featuring Mod Band, One Sided, and a bunch of awesome other bands like The War Lovers and The Hacked and Nancy Boy. Uh, Nancy Boy, I believe, might be on that America is Burning comp. I might be wrong. Don't quote me. But, uh, yeah, go check that comp out. Go check out the new Die Hipster Records comp that, um, Die Hipster Records put out out of, uh, Connecticut. And, uh, yeah, you guys need to put out a comp. Like, that's, that's why I'm here. Like, just like Jason was saying, if you're passionate about it, you know what I mean? If you're really real, just get up and fucking do it, man. That's what you gotta do. I'm telling you to do it so I have something to talk about because I'm bored and there's like no shows and shit and I don't have anything to talk about. So you need to start a band and you need to go record and put out albums and do comps and come be on my comps so we got something to talk about because I'm fucking bored, people. I'm fucking bored. And uh, yeah, we need more punk rock. There's always room for more punk rock, especially with the lack thereof of shows right now. You guys 
you really be working on new music like I'm doing all the time, getting it nice and polished, getting it ready to put it out there and make some moves, you know what I'm saying? Talking about making some moves, about to uh, move on down to Lackanoka Harbor, New Jersey, April 17th and 18th for this awesome, now highly anticipated show, Stomp Out Animal Juice. Uh, animal abuse, stomp out animal abuse that my boy Jay is putting together. Cool enough to let uh, one side it do their first show there. We will also be releasing a limited seven inch on clear vinyl, a one sided seven inch, two tracks. Gonna come with a, a bunch of stickers, a bunch of pins for one sided pogo and the stabs. And you guys can also catch a bunch of awesome bands like Blank 77. Uh, Hellbound, Hitman, Silence Equals Death, Despised NJ, Crippled Urn, Dead Blow Hammer, The Ice Cold Killers newly added, The Stolen Wheelchairs, Reaching Out, One Sided, that is the Saturday lineup, and then a few less bands on Sunday, that is uh, the 18th, uh, Bleed, uh, I can't understand some of these logos. Choke Artist, Forced Under, Kirby's Kiss, Faded Line, a, a bunch of real awesome bands. So uh, make sure you get there. Uh, Saturday, there's plenty of bands that we play on here all the time. We love the Ice Cold Killers too. Glad to see them add it to the flyer. Maybe we'll queue up some of those bands in a minute. But uh, I was responsible and actually made a little bit of a playlist for today's show. So let's get back over to that. We played a couple tracks from The Havoc and then went over to uh, Charged Records and did some Monster Squad. So let's go back over to Punk Core, one of my favorite bands. Every band on that label was one of my favorite bands. But I really mean it with this one. Here's the lower class brats with I'm a Mess.
years. The lower class brats right there. We had uh, plenty of talking in this episode. Let's let the tracks keep rolling. Seems like everything we're playing is from punk core or charged records so far. So let's keep it going with a global threat and false patriot. They do not. I care, though. I will tell you that. I care. I feel so cliche. I feel like Beth in um, fucking Rick and Morty in the very last episode they've done this far where uh, she comes back as her clone. And she goes, I'm not going to outgrow giving a shit, Dad. I really hate that I'm comparing myself to a female cartoon character right now, but that's what them uh, reefers will do to you, apparently. Reefers. But, uh, yes, yes. I got some uh, some nice little fluffy white crumble, looking almost like a little yellow on the screen as I try and not spill it and show the Facebook watchers. But, uh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. I wasn't crazy about it at first. It's not my absolute favorite. I've recently become more of a fan of the sauces. I am a high-bred sauce live resin man myself now. But, uh, yeah, I used to really like the shatter. And I've never been a huge fan of crumble. It's kind of hard to work with. I used to like it better than sauce and live resin and sugar and all that. But now that's my favorite shit. I just learned to work with it a little bit better, especially now that I take cool temperature dabs most of the time, just until the bowl gets too hot and I don't want to wait anymore so it can't be cool. And, uh, yes, not too much patience with me. But especially when it comes to them uh, them good old... Reefers. Them good old reefer, them dabs. But, uh... Yes, yes, yeah, been taking them cool temperatures, and uh, I really like them, really like them, but I believe you guys are here for the punk rock, but I gotta remind you, if you're enjoying this show and you want an awesome t-shirt with our boy uh, Scratch back there on it, or maybe a hat, or maybe some sexy little lacy panties, ladies, you guys need to head over to pogocity.shop. You can also cop your uh, stab shirts there, your Mike Blanks and the Sex, Drugs, and Alcohol band shirts, and my band one-sided. Go cop that shit, people. Let's get to the virus up next off punk core once again rats in the city i did not do this punk core thing on purpose by the way jesus christ this thing's got that fucking intro for like a minute and a half of a fucking city so uh yeah remember if you guys missed any portion of the live show it will be available in its entirety in podcast form over at pogo city dot stream and at places like itunes stitcher Google Play. So uh, let's get to the virus up next with Rats in the City.
City Radio. I'm getting mad as a motherfucker. I am frantically looking for my wintergreen lifesaver mints. I don't know why, but like I get addicted to those things. I should not have them. I haven't smoked cigarettes in years, and when I have these things, they are my cigarette. I am like having a goddamn nick fit for this goddamn wintergreen thing, and I have a giant bag of them, and one of my kids took them and put them somewhere, and I can't find them, and I'm gonna cut my fucking face if I don't get a goddamn wintergreen lifesaver during this next fucking track. Let me get it on. Let me get it on. I'm gonna throw a goddamn revolution if I don't get my goddamn lifesaver in about five fucking seconds. Here's the Oi Scouts with revolution.
Okay, people, that was the Oy Scouts right there. We had Jason from the Havoc on earlier in the show. If you guys missed that, go over to PogoCity.stream. Oh, shit. I got fucking gas leaking, uh, butane leaking into the room. But uh, if you guys missed the interview, go over to PogoCity.stream. Also, if you go there, go into the archives. Got like fucking 12 shows with that motherfucker Gabe Zander from the Oy Scouts on there. He was supposed to come on around New Year's. We lost touch. I gotta hit that motherfucker up. We'll have Gabe here soon. And who the fuck else are we supposed to have on here soon? The Wheels. So they told me they wanted to come on, just like the Havoc told me they wanted to come on. So hopefully we'll have the Wheels on here pretty soon, and uh, hopefully we'll have that Gabe, that Gabe, that bastard Gabe here from the Oy Scouts in person soon. And uh, yeah, yeah, I know Gabe's busy with the new kid and everything. I myself pretty busy got a lot going on especially with a pogo city dot shop so you guys need to go there help support the show remember one of the best ways you can support the show is just by telling your friends giving us a like giving us a share and uh, if you want to look cool while you do it go over to pogo city dot shop go get some one-sided some sex drugs and alcohol shirts and some fucking pogo gear you know what i mean we about to get up out of here i gotta do some uh, jamming on that bass, and I've been playing the shit out of my Telecaster lately. I'm going to make a detailed video with some of my pedals in a little bit. I've been doing some nerdy shit. I've been doing some nerdy shit, and I got, I have about nine EQs that I have made up between, like, the uh, three, to, between the four settings that I fuss with on my G2, GT2 Sans Amp, the uh, emulator, and uh, then I also have that programmable EQ, and then I have four presets. So the combinations that are my favorite, I, I have about like eight of them that I've decided of things that are actually musical that I like, that I can use in certain scenarios. Just wait till I throw in that moonshine fucking uh, JHS pedal, which is their take on the tube screamer. It's just got a little bit more <clears throat> to it. You know what I mean with a tube and all that. But I want to grab one of those. And, uh, yeah, I, d I play through a couple effects. I plug into my Mackie because I ain't got an amp, and then I got a bunch of effects on the Mackie, so I'll usually steal some chorus or some reverb from there, too. But I'll show you guys that in the video. That'll be on my personal page. I recently deleted, like, a thousand people. I found out I couldn't get friends anymore because I had too many, and I was like... I know, I know a lot of people on my Facebook. I don't know 4,000, though, and I just made it through the letter E, and I deleted, like, 1,000 people. So I got room. Send me friend requests. Maybe I'll accept it, but that's where I'm going to be posting some fucking videos. We are going to be posting uh, a video, just the interview of uh, Jason on our YouTube. So go give our YouTube a um, subscribe over there, the Pogo City Radio channel. Got a bunch of good videos up there. Um from some of the uh, stuff, uh, some of the bands I'm working with, and then uh, some of our friends' bands like the Drugats and Violent Society and the Diamond Dogs and Blanks, a bunch of other things. So go uh, Pogo everywhere, you know, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify. Tell your motherfucking friends, head over to PogoCity.shop and find everything 
all the episodes at pogocity.stream. We got in the hell out of here. Thanks for hanging out. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. We're going to leave with yet another punk core band. So Monster Squad, the only track that wasn't punk core and it was charged, which is like punk core junior, which Jason himself said that. And I've always felt that way. But uh, love charge. Love punk core. So glad charge is back at it again with punks unite Four. but we're going to get to some punk core stuff. Um, here is self-destruct half of the members from the unseen half of the members from a global threat putting out one seven inch and also putting out a cover of a uh, give me fire by GBH on the um, ADD records comp that's all they have is five or six tracks so here's one of them we're getting out of here I'm Andrew fuck off here's self-destruct by violent here's violent affair by self-destruct I may have f***ed up here.